Hey guys, here we are again for another episode. As usual, I'm so stoked to be here with you and I'm happy that you guys are tuning in to listen. I am here today with Lexi Stansquiski and I'm so excited to have her. She is just like one of those girls with no filter and everything that comes out of her mouth will crack you up. Her and I were on the phone doing an interview for close to two hours just talking and laughing and I had to cut it back because most of it was not stuff that you should share with the public. (laughs) So hopefully you guys enjoy our censored interview. Uh, It turned out pretty good. The audio is not the best so I apologize for that but promise that next week will be a little bit better. Thank you and let's go ahead and jump into this. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How is work? Yeah, work is work. I'm surprised you didn't go to San Diego. Yeah, I was kind of like going back and forth on it because my dad thinks this is like the end-all be-all right now. And he's 71. And my mom's like in really bad shape too. So I just like have to be kind of conscious of them. No, that that makes a lot of sense. I know because you said you were going to get the ticket for Scott and I was super excited. And then Scott was like, okay, now Kelsey, like, can you go so I can get a ticket for Lexi? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, that was the thing is like, I like planned it for him because like this summer has sucked down here. And like, and he always talks about how much he loves Tahoe. So I was like, all right, you know what, for a one year, like I'll send him down. And then he was like, oh, I asked them if you could come. And I'm like, now is not the time. I was like, the, the, I was like you can't just invite me. I was like, I'm getting this for you, you idiot. Like, no, I'm not going. Like, I would love to, but no. And they so. look like they're having so much fun golfing, going to the beach and everything. I know. They're golfing right now, so. Say Honestly, happy though. birthday to my brother. Oh, happy birthday. Hi, thank you. <laughs> I hope it was a good one. It was okay. He's 26 oh, now. Oh, God. Turn into a grandpa. <laughs> yeah, round in that corner. And now you're off your parents' health insurance. That's the worst. Yeah, there's nothing good about 26. <laughs> there's not. You get kicked off your parents' health insurance. Like, you're halfway to 30. That's terrible. <laughs> okay, are you excited for this podcast? Yes, I am. I was telling Scott, I was like, Kelsey's interviewing me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I was Michaela. Did you like her? Yeah, I really liked her. I, like, was thinking about people. I was like, do you want hockey players? Do you want hockey players? And I was like, oh, Kelsey knows Leah. I was like, she would probably, I was, Michaela would definitely do it. She was the perfect person to do it, so. Yeah, it worked out really well. She's just, like, had that background where her dad, like, owns a very big gym here. It's, like, a hockey, it's, like, obviously other athletes go to it, but it's, like, mainly hockey players. She's had Hillary Knight come through his gym and all this other stuff. Like, I don't know, she's just, like, she play, she's such a good hockey player. She went to Clarks and won a national championship, and, like, obviously went to Robert Morris, and, like, she's just, like, the perfect person. I know. It said that she broke the school record for hat tricks in a game or something like that. I was like, holy yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's, um, she's a very good hockey player. She always has been. And how did you know her from the Shamrocks? Well, so the thing is, is, like, I played first, I played Vipers with her, like, when I was, like, U12, and then I played Islanders with her when I was, like, U14, U16, then I went to Shamrocks with her for juniors, and then she went to Clarkson, I went to Utica, like, I've grown up with her my whole life. No, good pick. Thank you for setting that up for me. You're welcome. I was like, this might be hit or miss, because I know she was in the open, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> okay, you want to know what the first question is? Oh, God, yes. First impressions. What did you think of me when you first met me? And I'll tell you mine for you. Okay. 
I told Scott, I was like, I'm so nervous. I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. He's like, just be yourself. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right, tell me when you start recording so I know. It's just been going this whole time, so I'll edit out all of our first oh, part. perfect. <laughs> Everyone gets to know our dirty laundry. No, literally. Great. <laughs> what a great. Knowing you, you're going to forget to edit some shit out, and people are going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, great. Okay, should I just, like, start answering the first question? Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good at that. Okay. When I first met you, I met you at Watkins, and I was like, oh, like, first of all, I didn't even know there was going to be another girl walking onto the team, but when I first met you, you were super bubbly and outgoing, and I was like, oh, she's such a cutie. I loved it. I loved you. It was awesome. And then I finally started to get to know you, and I was like, this girl is crazy. I absolutely love her. (laughs) Oh, my God. My first memory of you is when we were, I think... It was like Nicole invited everyone over to her house with Katrina, and I dressed really cute because I'm like, oh, like it's gonna be like a little like shindig. And then all the freshmen came in like sweatpants and everything, and I think you were too. And I was like, oh my god, why do I look like this? And they look like that. Like, got <laughs> <laughs> my wisdom teeth out. Okay, give me a break. No, I remember, but it was like, oh, she's so sporty because you had your hair all in a bun and everything. Mm-hmm. Did I know in that moment what I was getting into? Nope. <laughs> no, no idea. I was probably so laid back and quiet. Come to find out. I love it. What about CrossFit? Would you ever do the CrossFit Olympics? Ooh, CrossFit. Okay, so I haven't done CrossFit since the end of my sophomore year. But when I was in Utica, we weren't really working out much during the season. And I was like, okay, like, I definitely want to get involved in another gym and something that, like, kind of pushes me to be better. And I've always loved working out. Like, I've always loved, like, the fitness aspect of everything. So I actually joined Prime CrossFit in Utica, and I loved it. It was super pricey, though, so I didn't have the funds for it at that time. And I was like, okay, this is too much. But I honestly think that, like, after college, if I have time, to dedicate to CrossFit and continue to get better that I absolutely that's like something that I would definitely be interested in really mm-hmm. is that where you learned to do your handstands no so <laughs> before hockey ever came about I was actually a gymnast I did gymnastics and dance and I loved gymnastics I competed when I was younger like that was my thing and then my younger brother actually started playing hockey, so I also lived at the rink as well. And then once I started getting more into that and I started learning the rules and everything, I was like, all right, Mom, like, I'm done with gymnastics. Like, I want to go, like, play hockey. And she was so upset for a while that, like, she did gymnastics when she was younger and she coached gymnastics. She coached me when I was growing up, so for her to hear that, it was heartbreaking. But I think that she's really happy that I stuck with hockey. Do you think that you would have done gymnastics, like, in college or anything? Because you've taken hockey pretty far. Well, yeah, I honestly, growing up playing hockey, I didn't come from many, well, I did have a lot of success in the programs that I was at, but I never really thought about playing college hockey because I didn't have anyone in my family that had played college hockey, so I didn't really know what direction to go in or how like that even came about. It was just a really confusing process for me, but I do think that if I didn't play college hockey, I absolutely 100% would have stuck with gymnastics because... One, I met so many people through there, and, like, the relationships I made with them were awesome. 
and being into fitness. We just talked about CrossFit. Like, I love getting into that type of stuff. Like, gymnastics is, you look at gymnasts, like, on TV or, like, in the Olympics, and they're just so built and so toned. Like, I just love that aspect of it. I love the conditioning and all that stuff. So, I definitely think that I would have stuck with it. How did you find Utica? I actually, right before I decided to play juniors I went to this camp in Lake Class it was called the uncommitted camp obviously like I was uncommitted at that point and after that little showcase Utica reached out to me and I had never heard of them before and I was so skeptical I was like I'm not going to upstate New York I always kind of dreamed of going down south or going somewhere warm because like that's just like where I belong and it ended up being March and I still hadn't committed to a school and I was I wasn't really looking at schools and I was going into going to play juniors and I was kind of freaking out about everything and I finally like one of my friends was like oh like no like you should definitely check out Utica rink is sick so I started to look into it a little bit more I contacted the coach stopped blowing them off and I visited the school and like I visited Oswego the day before and I loved their rink they have a super nice rink and then I went to Utica the day after and I was like nope like this is where I want to be I was like this rink would be so much fun to play in I was like this is just where I want to be so a week later, I got in contact with the coach again after I visited, and I just told him I was like, I want to be here for the next four years, and the rest is history. You were in the process of committing. Did they have that whole JV team? So that was another thing that I was very skeptical about. So one of the girls that I actually played like a half-season team with, when she first came, she was a couple years older than me, and when she first came to Utica, she thought that she was being recruited for the varsity team and she actually ended up being one of the girls that was like on JV. So before the school year even started, most of the academic counselors there know if you're an athlete or not. So you can plan your schedule around practices. And the, my academic counselor, when I talked to her, I wasn't listed as an athlete. So I got in contact with Clawson and I was just like, hey, like what's going on? I'm really skeptical about this. I've heard some things about there being a JV team. And he was like, oh, no, like, don't worry. He was like, as of this year, we don't have the JV team. So going into Utica, I wasn't very confident in what team I was going to be on and if I was going to play or not. And I'm like, oh, my God, if I get stuck in upstate New York and I'm not playing hockey, this is just going to be terrible. But it ended up working out very well. I, like, nothing could have gone better. It just worked out very well in my favor. Because that was kind of crazy. I didn't even know that was a thing until I got there and then people were telling me horror stories like Kira was telling me horror stories and everything. Mm-hmm. I had no idea about it either until I talked to my friend because I talked to her before I even went to Utica. I forgot she had gone there and then like one of my juniors coaches was like oh like a girl that used to play in the program goes there and I talked to her and she was like don't come here like she said so many bad things and I was just like oh my god like what am I getting myself into and I didn't want to go to college four and a half hours away when I wanted to be, honestly, I wanted to be in, like, Florida or somewhere warm. I was like, I don't want to, like, make the wrong mistake. So, like, I was so skeptical going into Utica, but I ended up loving it. You're happy with it now? Yeah, I'm happy with it now. There are good days and there are bad days, but I do love all the people there. I'm like, I love the girls and the team. Oh, my God, this is what I do. See, I don't mind, like, pausing with you, but I feel like I have these, like, moments where I have to think for a second, and then I'm like, oh, my God, I'm having an awkward silence, and then I over-process. Oh, my God, that that happens in job interviews. Like, sometimes they'll ask me questions, and I'm like, uh, 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 uh. No, exactly. I interviewed Blake Bennett the other day. He's, like, one of the guys. I've heard of him, but I don't know who it is. So we played in Charlotte. I'm pretty sure he played with Scotty. Maybe not. I don't remember. But... 
I was interviewing him, and I don't have, like, a nice interviewing place. I'm just sitting in our living room, and my dad stepped on a piece of cat poop, and he started freaking swearing in the background. He's like, F this cat, I'm gonna murder it, and I'm like, oh my god. Oh no. Your dad's literally an angel, too, that poor guy. (laughs) So I went ahead and edited that part out. (laughs) Oh good, thank god you did that. How do you feel about going into your senior year? Oh, okay. So I am actually super nervous going into this year just because there are so many unknown things right now, especially with COVID-19. And yes, like as of right now, like our athletic season is still on, but part of me wants to believe that, or like doesn't want to believe, but like part of me believes that we're only going to have half a season or I don't know. There's just going to be so many different precautions when it comes to the season it's just going to be an absolute mess and that's just not how I pictured my senior year to be like my last year playing hockey I'm very excited to go into it but at the same time it's kind of bittersweet especially with everything going on so yeah I'm just going to try to make the best of it if they end up suspending the athletics for the year and redshirting everyone do you think you would take that extra year or do you think you'd be done honestly at this point I'm at a point in my life where I kind of just want to continue on with my life and like move on to bigger and better things get a job and make money and buy a house like I don't know like there's so many things that I want to do that I don't know if redshirting another year would be worth it but at the same time I love hockey so much it's been such a big part of my life that part of me wants to possibly redshirt another year because I mean like at the end of the day there's really no rush to get into life you know you're going to be doing the same thing either way whether you whether you start next year or the year after like everyone's doing the same thing so it's so true it really because i think about it i'm like okay tyler's not even gonna graduate until he's like 27 or something like that i don't know if that math really works out yeah but i'm like that's so bizarre to me but then you think about it and you're like well from 28 until like 65 you're gonna be doing the same shit so like what's the rush that's what I mean. I'm like, I'm like, is it like, even if I like come out of college, like say like this year worked out fine, we had our athletic season, and say like I graduate college and I take a year off, and at the end of the day, even if I take a year off, it's not even that big of a deal because what am I in the rush for? At the end of the day, I'm working until the day I die or until I retire. There is no rush for that. If I wanted to take a year off and I wanted to travel or do something fun, you know, live my life a little bit before I get into like the real world stuff, I would absolutely do that. Have they announced captains yet for your team? No, they haven't. I mean, right now, as, like, upperclassmen, it's me, Becky, and then the junior class. And my class is only, well, actually, now my class is me and Becky. But, like, other than that, it's just me, Becky, and the junior class. So, we'll see what happens. Do you like all the girls on the team? Like, does everyone get along really well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're all girls, so, like, don't get me wrong. Like, there are times where it gets catty, but at the end of the day, everyone loves each other. Everyone's kept in contact this summer. And I know, like, I've already met some of the incoming freshmen. There's a couple of local girls that are, like, from Massachusetts. And I actually went up to one of one of their lake houses the other week, and it was a blast. It, it was like I knew them for, like, the past however many years. So I do think that this year, like, our team is going to have a very good bond between all classes, which is something that we haven't really had in the past. And hopefully that chemistry will help you guys get some wins. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we didn't do terrible last season, but to make it into the tournament this year would be a huge accomplishment. 
I mean, that's everyone's goal. So I was going to bring up the whole Elmira thing. I think just it's insane, and our listeners would be baffled that they hear how crazy the rivalry is between Utica and Elmira. Yeah, I mean, when I was a freshman, our senior class emphasized just how crazy the rivalry between Elmira and Utica was, and I never really understood it, especially as a freshman coming in. Like, I had no idea. But they always emphasized it, and I never really saw it firsthand until we ended up playing them. And I was like, oh, my God, parents were getting into fights, and our coach was yelling on the ice. It was just an absolute mess. It was never really something I saw until I played, and it's just been a consistent thing these past years that I've been there. So, I don't know. It's always a good game. It always gets everyone very up in the moment, and, like, everyone's just so excited for those types of games. It should be really exciting this year. The one year that I went there, you guys played Elmira, and then after that, the school was like, no one else can go to Elmira because it was just so crazy, all the heckling and, like, the parents fighting and everything. Mm-hmm. It was, that was probably the worst year that it was, it ever was. My freshman year wasn't that bad. My It was my sophomore year that you were there, and that, that happened, mm-hmm. and it was... I remember Dave Fontaine sending out emails and just, like, it just wasn't a good environment. At the end of the day, like, we're all playing the game because we love it. And when it gets to a point like that, like, it's more or less, like, we don't want people to get hurt. or No one wants to tarnish their reputation as a school or as, like, an athletic program. So it was probably just better off that we, like, held off on that one. Lexi, what's the craziest trip you've ever given? This is actually such a funny question. So this year, I don't know if if you've ever been to Adrian's rink, but above this year we visited Adrian and there's actually like a little bar. I don't know if it's a restaurant or what it is right above the benches. Mm-hmm. So this year we played against Adrian. We actually lost, but we actually played a lot better than we had thought we were going to play. And there is a girl on the Adrian team that has a brother on Utica's men's team. So she was being a little feisty throughout the whole game and when we went through the handshake line she was just like throwing some chirps around whatever it's part of the game you got to take it you got to give it back like that's just part of the game and I told her that I had (laughs) a past experience with her brother I'm not going to go into verbatim what I said but I guess I don't know if she heard me, but I guess the restaurant above the benches, they didn't have windows to them. So everyone above the benches, like the parents, everyone up there could hear. And I can't remember. There's someone that plays in the NHL. He's on the Bruins. I I think it was Tori Krug's brother was up there because he has like an, I don't know. He was up there for whatever reason. And Elmira's video guy was up. I mean, not Elmira. Adrian's video guy, camera guy, whatever, was up there as well. And my coach went up to the bar after the game to just, like, talk to some of the parents. And that was, like, the topic of discussion up there was the fact that I had mentioned something about me doing something with her brother on the ice because they all heard it. I don't know. Like, my team jokes around about it. They call me the Adrian legend. But, yep. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, Lexi. Oh, yeah. But I never hooked up. It was just to piss her off. And if you want to know what I said, I was there. And every single parent up in that bar heard it. And they told Clausen. so. They told Clausen. Yeah, he told me from Panera, like, the next day. He was like, he was like, I heard you. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yep. So, there's that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. 
Are you excited for the outdoor game? Yes, I, like, this is, like, okay, so the outdoor game is stuff that, like, I've just dreamed about playing and growing up. I grew up in Boston seeing, like, the Frozen Four, Frozen Fenway, like, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that'd be so sick, like, to play in an outdoor game as a girl. And now we're finally getting the opportunity to to do it. So I'm, like, it's just going to be so much fun. It's going to be a crazy experience for everyone on the team. Like, I feel like a lot of people grew up wishing to play in an outdoor game. And I feel like Utica is the best place to do it, especially with the environment there. So I'm really excited. And I think I speak for all the girls when I say that, too. I think it's such an unreal experience. And it's so cool that the school is able to do that. Yeah. And obviously the men's team brings in. Yeah, there's a cat. (laughs) (laughs) What were we talking about? Oh, no. It's like playing at Utica is so unreal because it's just like the best facilities it's girls locker room was 10 times better than the guys locker room no absolutely like when i see that like for a d3 like women's program we are extremely spoiled that was another main reason that i came to utica like i i came in like i saw their break i saw the locker room and i was like i saw that everything that they got and i'm just like oh my god this is like the best you're gonna get you know most of the girls that come to utica see everything that the girls team is given and where they play and like that's a selling point for so many people mm-hmm. and when we found out that the men got an outdoor game we were kind of just like hey we're here you know like where's our outdoor game and we didn't have to kind of fight for it for a little bit i mean like given that the men's team does bring in so many more fans than we do but i still think that it would be a great experience i mean for girls getting an outdoor game we're still trying to grow the sport it's grown so much in the past years for the younger girls in the area, like the girls that play for Rome Grizzly, if they see these games, it kind of gives them something to strive for for their future. You know, when I was that age, I never really like even pictured myself playing college hockey. But I feel like at that age, if you're seeing girls playing an outdoor game, you're going to the men's games and you're hearing about the women's team. It gives you something to look forward to and something to work towards at that age. I really liked in my interview with Michaela that she said, I grew up around all of these female athletes. She's like, so I grew up knowing what I could reach for, where you hear these other girls saying, oh, I want to be the like in the NHL and this and that. And she's like, that's not obtainable, but I've grown up around attainable goals and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's like actually pretty true. And now we have women's pro and it's getting bigger. And hopefully these girls can see more realistically like what's out there for them. Absolutely, like Boyle especially. I've always been so jealous of her. Her dad owned the best gym. There have been Olympians that have gone through that gym. He is such a like a knowledgeable guy that she has been around so many sick athletes. And I don't know, I feel being around those types of people, people that make it far in the sport or like people that are just so good at the sport gives you that extra little boost of motivation to be like, I wanna do that when I'm older. Like I wanna you know what I mean, like I wanna be as good as them. So yeah. It definitely is a little fire under your butt, you know? Mm-hmm. Where do you think you get your motivation to play? Or, like, who influences you to play? Well, honestly, I think that a lot of it is, like, one, I grew up doing gymnastics where my mom was my coach and my mom is, was very hard. I mean, when I was younger and she was always, there's no point in doing something if you're not going to be the best at it. She's like, you can have fun, but she's like, you're going to work to be the best at it, too. That, and I'm just, like, a very competitive person. And... I mean, go, like, I love hockey, so it, it, it's not like it's ever, like, a job for me to work hard. I love doing what I do. Like, I love practicing. I love being on the ice. So that makes it a lot easier. 
I mean, like, if you find something you love, you know? Mm-hmm. So I put up that thing the other day on Instagram. Oh, God. <laughs> and I got a few people to respond. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you ready for it? Oh, yeah. It's hit me with it. First one is from John Wonell. I totally butchered that, and if he listens, I'm really, really, really sorry. But he went to Tilton, which is our rival high school, so whatever. Wait, I almost went to Tilton. Did you? Yeah. Why didn't you? Well, I it was like when I was going, when I like first graduated high school, I was so confused on what I wanted to do. Like, I looked at a couple of colleges. I had been recruited by a couple of colleges, but I wasn't crazy about them. And I was like, I'm not going to go to a school for the next four years that I don't like. So I was very unsure. I didn't know if I wanted to go to a prep school and PG a year. I didn't know if I wanted to play juniors. I mean, obviously, I ended up playing juniors, but Tilton was one of my choices, along with a couple of other prep schools. And I, I toured at Tilton, but it was just a very small school. It didn't seem like the right fit for me, so. I didn't know you played junior. So you took a year off before you went to Utica? Yes. So I, um, I graduated high school, and I mean, it's not like boys or men's juniors where like you can age out at 21 like typically most girls age out at 19 no one's no girl is playing juniors until they're 21 yeah and I it was honestly probably the best year of my life I worked and I just would go to the rink and I would skate and then the weekends we would travel and the girls on that team and the, the friendships and relationships that I still have and the friends that I made is just awesome it was such a fun year like I would do it again in a heartbeat if I could but Do you think it really helped you develop more as a person and a player just that one year? Oh, absolutely. It definitely was. I was actually taking a class at the time, too, so I could get some of my credits done for, like, before heading into college. But it definitely helped me, I think, develop as a player because... I was playing in a league, like, I wasn't playing in a high school league, I wasn't playing, like, a prep school league, like, I played against girls, a lot of the girls that I played against ended up going Division One. so being able to play against girls that really challenged the way I play, the speed of the game was just so helpful going into college, it prepared me more than I ever thought it would. What schools were you talking to at the time that you were hesitant about going to? So, for colleges, I was talking to Franklin Pierce, I was talking to St. A's, and um, those were, like, the two that I were really, I was, and actually Oswego, I was really torn between those three, I loved Oswego's rank, that was probably, like, my first choice out of those three, um, Franklin Pierce had offered me a lot of money, but it was just very small, like, not in the location that I really wanted to be in, and then St. A's was just, like, I didn't really know if it was the greatest fit for me, but... I'm just, I'm so happy that I ended up where I ended up, so. Okay, back to our Instagram questions. First oh, one, yes. first one is from John, and it says, thoughts on new recruit Hannah Keating. Oh, my God. Okay, so, Hannah, I, she's actually from, like, a town over from me, and this is just a little fun fact, like, when I was in sixth grade, I dated her brother, AJ. Super <laughs> funny. We were joking about it. We dated for, like, a week. We didn't have cell phones. We went to the same summer camp, so it was really serious. But I was actually just up at another incoming freshman's lake house with Hannah, and she's the best ever. She's such a sweetheart, and I'm so excited for, like, the next year with her. She's awesome. Shout out to her because she bought one of my scrunchies. 
Uh-huh. Yep. She messaged me. She was like, that's great. She's so cute. I was like, get in contact with Kelsey. She was like, she'll send you one. And I got some cute stuff coming up. I haven't had time to sit down and make it because I'm like hand sewing everything. But I'm going to make these cute bikinis and bucket hats. Oh, my God. I will definitely be buying one of those. <laughs> Okay, second one is from this dude named Scott A. A. Ron. <laughs> it says, can I get her number? Um, <laughs> honestly, I have a boyfriend, so I don't think you would really appreciate if I gave that out. But tell A. A. Ron that I definitely appreciate it. <laughs> Girls with asses like mine don't talk to guys with faces <laughs> like yours. Oh, kids named Scott. Kids named Scott are always so weird. So fucking weird. Oh, especially when from Alabama. Jeez. Can we just talk about how you met Scott? <laughs> so I'm sitting on the bench, not even on the fucking bench. I'm sitting in the stands and Miranda skipped the game. So I'm like videoing for you guys. And Scott is my boyfriend's best friend and he was living with my boyfriend at the time when we started well for a couple of years he lived pretty much with Tyler and I every summer so he's like a brother to me so I'm at this game I'm like hey Scott like come hang out with me because we're at their home rink so he comes he comes and he brings Barzy and we're chilling out and after the game Lexi's like oh who's that cute guy that you were sitting with I'm like Scott like no he's like my boyfriend's best friend she's like oh I think I matched with him on Tinder <laughs> Just a little pregame tender. <laughs> oh my god, pregame swiping on Tinder is a ritual. Or it used to be. It used to be. It's not anymore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, he messaged me and he was like, "I heard there's gonna be a scout at your game." And that was the pickup line that worked. That was the one. Hook line and sinker. It definitely worked on me. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Love that kid. Oh my god, we try not to tell people that we met on Tinder, but I mean, I told them not to tell my parents that, just for obvious reasons, like, that's embarrassing, I'm like, he's like, I'm gonna tell them, I'm like, no, 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 I'm like, if they ask, he met through Kelsey and Dill, and the first time he ever meets his parents, they're like, oh, how'd you guys meet? He's like, Tinder, I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) You know, it really brings a lot of people together. No, it really does. Finding love on Tinder is a real thing. Maybe not all the time, but this time. (laughs) Okay, Emily asked, ask her why she is so weird. Who is this Emily girl? I feel bad because I should know how to pronounce her last name, but this is another one where I'm going to fuck up. Holstor. Emily Frischone. Yeah, the one that used to live at my house at Watkins before me. Oh, Holzhauser? Yeah, thank you. That's a hard last name. I thought you were talking with my friend Emily from, like, my hometown. Okay, Holtzy? Ugh, get out of here. <laughs> she's still bullying me. She graduated. She was a senior when I was a freshman, and she's still bullying me. I love her, though. She's literally the best. No, she, she is so, so nice. And Bria says, ask her how she feels about switching jerseys during practice. Oh, my God. Oh, that was the worst. Like, I can't tell you how many times the whole team knows I just don't wear a sports bra under my equipment. I just feel it ex- like it's extremely uncomfortable. You get a nice breeze if you don't wear a sports bra. And Clausen is always the first, like, I'm always the first person that he looks at and he's like, yeah, change your jersey color. I'm like, I can't change my jersey color. Like, I can't stay on this ice and physically change my jersey. It's like title mine. Like, I can't do it. Like, I have to go to the locker room. He always gets so mad, but I'm listening. <laughs> 
You don't get, like, any chafing? No, I don't. Honestly, everyone, that's, like, the first thing that everyone says your nipples don't chafe. I'm like, no, it's fine. Jesus. The One of the girls I had on the podcast before, she was Lizzie. She was my roommate at boarding school, and she never wore a bra when she played. And so she yeah. convinced me to try it, and I tried it. I think I got, like, halfway through suicides, and I was like, holy, like, this is not even, like, there's nothing there anymore. It's all grinded down. <laughs> no, like, honestly, like, I never really noticed it. I think that it's, like, maybe with new shoulder pads or newer shoulder pads it might start like it might hurt but I've had my shoulder pads for a while now and I've just been so used to never skating with a sports bra that it's just like it's just second nature that doesn't really bother me I also have like very bad sensory issues I swear to god as soon as I get home I do not wear clothes so (laughs) wearing a sports bra under my equipment just does not sound nice to me wearing equipment is too much for me so (laughs) and Miranda wants you to tell a story about getting kicked out of the harp oh Another great Utica story. Okay, so anyways, the harp, you know, like one of the few bars in Utica that we can go to, whatever, it's not a big deal. Um, I went there a couple of times when I was underage. I mean, like, who doesn't? Like, that's all there is to do in Utica. But it's worse for, like, the hockey girls and, like, the hockey community just because one of the bouncers there is the announcer for all of our games. And it was actually, like, one of the first weekends that Scott came up. And I was like, oh, my God, like, we can go out with Dill. You'll have so much fun with your best friends here. We can all go out. We'll do something. And they're obviously of age. And they try to go into the bar. I'm like, all right, like, you guys go in. Like, I'll just hop the fence, whatever. It's not a big deal. It's fine. So the night was going fine. The boys get to the door. They're not allowed in because was Tuttle there, too? Yeah, Tuttle was there. Yeah, Tuttle was there, and they tried getting into the bar, but they didn't have, like, their right dress code pants on, so John being John was like, yeah, you're not coming in. And at that point, me and Miranda had already jumped the fence to get in, and we were upstairs, and, like, Scott texted me, he's like, yeah, we can't get in. So me and Miranda were like, all right, like, we gotta go, like, we'll leave. And on the way out, I just so happened to grab a sweatshirt off the back table that was a staff sweatshirt. And I didn't realize until we were, like, halfway down the street. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't bring this back now. Like, they're going to be like, how did you get this sweatshirt if you're underage? Like, this was in the, so we're like, whatever, we'll keep it. And Miranda (laughs) just happened to post it on her story. And I guess one of her friends knew one of the bouncers at the bar and had contacted him and was like, oh, like, this girl stole the sweatshirt. So the next morning at practice, my coach, like, pulled everyone over and gave us a speech about being smart when, we're, when we go out and all this stuff. And I already knew. I'm like, oh, my God, just, like, just say it. Just look me in the eyes and say it to my face. But, um, you know, so then after he gave that whole spiel, he pulled me aside and was like, hey, like, I got a text from, like, this person and this person this morning and, like, threatened to call the cops and like all this stuff and I'm just like oh come on like I'll give this sweater back like it's not a big deal and it ended up being fine but I I am banned from the harp the rest of my college career so (laughs) yeah you know I saw one of the most ratchet things of my life what first month that I was in Utica I was hanging out with which I'll cut her name out (laughs) and we're all drinking and we are on the way to the bullet and she's like, I have to pee. And we're like, okay, like, whatever. Like, just wait. It's like a five-minute drive. No. She rolled the window down, straight up pulled her pants down, pulled her dress up, and stuck her ass out the window of the car while we were moving and was peeing out the window 
of the car. Was it an Uber? No, I think like was driving us or something. And I was like, what am I seeing right now? Like what kind of hillbilly shit is this? Honestly, I'm not even surprised. Um, she's she's a wild one. She's a, she's an absolute riot. I do not like that. Does not surprise me the least bit. And honestly, you were going to the bullets. So that's what it's ratchet as it gets. The finger bullet. <laughs> no, that was like such a shocker to me. And it was the first month that I was there, and I was like, because this is just like a little bit too much for me. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Okay, what other topics do we have for you? I can't wait to listen to this. It's going to be so funny. Honestly, though, I feel like it's going to be the hardest one to edit because we're just, like, shooting this shit. I know, Kelsey. I swear to God, if you leave any of this crazy shit in there, I'll kill you. Come to Tahoe and I'll kill you. So you guys have, like, a team TikTok? Or is all of those TikToks on yours? Oh, no. So I do, like, the admin. Oh, <laughs> I don't like that thing. So, you know, like, a lot of the girls in our team have TikToks, and, like, we'll always mess around with it in the locker room. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that, but we do it anyways. We have to be very, like, cautious of what we post on there, just because Clawson does, in fact, have a TikTok. He actually liked one of mine regarding hockey a week ago, or, like, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, my God, what am I getting myself into? But it's just, like, sometimes you, like, get caught up with somebody. So we had a long, like, talk with our coach and, like, the person that posted it and, like, all this stuff. So, yeah, like, we still do make TikToks, but it's more or less just being very cautious of, like, what we post. Like, at the end of the day, we're representing the school in the hockey program, so. That's a difficult one, especially when you get to, like, your junior, senior year and you are 21 and you're just like, I, like I'm going to have fun. Like, I'm going to do me. That's what I mean. At the end of the day, like, a lot of the girls are of age and... You know, like, it's college, like, you drink. If you're of age, you're really doing nothing wrong. If you're, like, underage, you're really doing nothing wrong either. But at the end of the day, like, being a part of a sports program, like, that's your kind of your first responsibility. You can't just, I don't know, wear a jersey for a team. Like, you're representing them all the time. Like, like if you go out in Utica, like, that's our coach's biggest thing. He's like, if you go out in Utica, like, people know you. Yeah. Especially with how big hockey is in Utica, like, people are going to know you no matter where you are. Like, you represent that program. Do you ever play against Scott? Do you ever take him on one-on-one? No, actually, last time I visited Tahoe, I was supposed to bring my equipment up, and he was like, no, 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 don't bring it. That's just going to be too much stuff for you to bring. And then I got there, and Joe was why didn't you bring your equipment? And I was like, Scott told me not to. So quite honestly, I think he's just nervous. I'm going to beat him. I don't know. One day we'll get on the ice together. He's just nervous. He probably is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Did you like going to visit him at Snoo? Honestly, I was, like, our schedules this year were just so messed up that, like, uh, like it was just really hard to go down certain weekends. Like, if he was, he came up here a lot, up to Utica a lot, and I went down there a couple of times. It was really easy because I only live, like, 40 minutes away from the school, and I love his friends at Snoo. But the kids that I first met when I was first visiting him at World the Fest, like, Geary and Barzi, like, I didn't even get to spend that much time with them, but they were just so much fun. Like, it was always just a fun environment there. I don't know, like, I just wish that, like, I got to see them more. Like, it was just, I, don't, I tell Scott all the time, I'm like, oh, I wish you were so Wilkes. It's just the best there. Lexi, what do you think your goal for life is? Like, where do you see yourself going in five years? Oh, God, five years? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I definitely want to have, like, my whole thing 
coming out of college is like I'm someone that worries a ton about being successful being financially stable like not that I like my parents have always been financially stable but for me I'm always just like oh my god like what if I'm not like what if I don't have enough money to like do the things that I want to do because one I have expensive taste which is just <laughs> terrible and then two like there's just so many things that like I want to go and do at places that I want to see and I'm in business management right now, but after college, I want to go into pharmaceutical sales. It's just like I, I've always wanted to kind of be involved in like the health field. And at first, I wanted to do physical therapy, and I tried that for the first year, and it was a lot of work. And I was like, okay, this isn't for me. And then I wanted to go into nutrition. And I was like, all right, this is like so not for me. Like I love like I love learning about that stuff, but it was just a lot to handle at that time. And I was like, all right, like I'm a very like personal personable person I think I was like I think that I could like do well in sales and I could I'm selling something that like I'm passionate about I think that would be awesome so I definitely want to go and do something with pharmaceutical sales after college I'm really in no rush to see like as much as I love Boston there I've grown up here like there's just so much so many other places for me to see him I've been to Alabama before like I visited Scott's family I went to Tahoe like I fell in love with Tahoe I'm not very like mountain like naturey person but I went to Tahoe last summer when I visited you and Dill and Scott and I was just like I like I absolutely loved it so I've always wanted to go down south as well so like I don't know like there are just so many places that I can see myself living but it all depends on if it works out and where I'm at in life so we'll see what happens just see where life takes you. Yeah, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, like, I would not mind, like, being in our city and, like, living in Boston. But at the end of the day, like, that's so expensive. Like, is it really worth it? Like, I can always, like, come visit family in Boston. And, like, I'm, th- I'm 30 minutes outside of the city as of right now. But um, it's just living in the city, I feel like it's just a lot of work when it comes to winters down here and stuff, like, parking situations. So, even having a car in the city just doesn't make sense as it is. But, I don't know, I, I really want to move down south somewhere. I feel that. It's nice and cheap down there, and it's warm. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I need to be tan. Like, everyone just feels better when they're tan. And, like, I just need to stop going in the tanning bed and just move down somewhere south. It would just be so much easier. Have you heard about, like, cultural appropriation and everything? Mm, somewhat. And when, say, like, girls braid their hair, and then they're like, you can't do that. That's for, like, African. American girls or being dreadlocks or something like that. Well, I saw this thing that was white girls aren't allowed to use self-tanner because it's them trying to blacken their skin and it's cultural appropriation. And I'm all about respecting everyone and totally for everyone, but I was like, I'm never, ever giving up fake tanner. Like, you can't can't make me. Exactly. Like, it's not even like, like, I don't have the type of skin that just would, like, wouldn't get dark. Like, I am, like, my mom is so tan. Like, I'm, like, year-round. And I'm so jealous of her. I'm like, how do you, how do you do that? Like, it's just not fair. And I'm, like, a mom. Like, I'm mainly Polish, but I have, I have Italian in me. Like, I have, like, a little bit of Puerto Rican in me. Like, I have a ton of stuff in me. And, like, when I was younger, like, and I would spend my days out, like, on the beach, like, I would get so dark. And it's, like, as I get older, I'm, like, I have a job. And, like, I have to, like, worry about workouts and, like, skating all this stuff. Like, I don't have time to lay out anymore. I don't have time to spend every single day in the sun with my friends. So going to the tanning bed or, like, using self-tanner, I'm, like, listen, like, even if I wasn't doing this and I had the time to spend outside, like, I would still be this dark. So, I don't know. I feel like you just feel better when you're tan. You know what I think is a really good question for you, for people that are listening, 
is your experience of living with non-student athletes while trying to be a student athlete. Oh, yes. So my sophomore year, I lived with my freshman roommate and a couple of other girls that, like, lived on our floor. And actually, one girl that she didn't live on our floor. She actually didn't board at all her freshman year. She was just, like, lived in the area and went to Utica. And don't get me wrong, I love those girls to death, but we were just on completely different schedules. Like, I still keep in touch with them. Like, I see them out at school and whatnot, and I'll text them from here and there. But we were just on completely different schedules. Like, it's so hard being an athlete in college and, like, balancing the academics and practices and workouts, being away for the weekend, or, like, trying to, like, maintain a good sleep schedule for when you have to wake up the next morning for a game. I had those responsibilities. They didn't really have those. Like, they just had to worry about school and, you know, like, just doing their own thing. They had a lot more time to, like, hang out with friends and party. And, like, sometimes, like, I wish I was in their shoes, but, like, I just wasn't. Like, I still love doing what I do like I love playing hockey but yeah like I still love them we were just we just had different schedules it just it wasn't working out the best that it could have been and I think that it is better but like I kind of lived with girls last year that were on the same schedule as me it just made more sense and yeah I don't know I just think that it's a it's a lot more helpful I agree you're not like guys like I have a game or practice at 6 a.m yeah exactly and, like, they, like, none of them had really played or, like, not been super into sports growing up. So, like, they didn't really understand, like, the concept of having to, like, be up early or, like, being at the rink, like, five hours early before a game, meal and video, like, all that stuff. I don't, like, I couldn't really blame them. Like, they had just never been in my shoes and I had never really been in theirs. So, like, when they wanted to party, I was like, oh, guys, like, I'm trying to sleep. And I don't want to stop them from living their life. But we just didn't really think that whole situation through before planning to live together. Have you listened to any of the podcasts? I actually listened to Michaela's the other day. I was like, oh, like, some people I don't listen to just because I'm like, I don't really know them, like, whatever. But, like, Michaela's going to listen to hers. And I get Michelle bomb. It was so good. Good. You're like a natural. You're just like an outgoing person. So it's so easy for you that I feel like to just get these random people. Like, like a lot of people that you, like, interview, you know, don't you? Everyone so far, except for Michaela. Yeah, but even with Michaela, like, you came off, like, very natural. Like, you were just good at it. Well, I think her and I vibed really well. Yeah, honestly, I mean, it depends on the other person, but I feel like you guys just, like, you guys, like, worked very well together. I think it helps, too, that she's, like, a very outgoing, like, personable person, and you are, too, so it just, it went very well. You know what I was gonna do for you, and I might do for someone else, because... What? Miranda and I did this one time where we were, like, drunk, just laying in bed, and we went through random people's Facebooks, but we literally went back to the point where they were, like, in middle school or before, and we were just reading their posts, like, dying laughing. Dear, you do not, I, every single day, I get, like, a notification from Facebook, and it's like, you have memories, but I'm gonna read you mine today, right now, actually. Please do. God help us. I always get the notifications like you have memories with this person, this person today. All right, today. You have memories with Julia Swarbrick and some other people. Nine years ago on this day, old enough to know better, young enough to do it anyway with one of those weird ass heart emojis. Okay, another one. I hate when pretty little liars stop on all the good parts. That was 10 years ago today. Honestly, though, those aren't even, like, the juiciest things that, like, have come up on this thing. Like, let me read another one that, like, came up the other day. Oh, I guess they don't want to show me my other ones. It's only shown today's, but I'm telling you, some of this stuff that I used to post, 
I, I like read it and I'm just like, no wonder why my mom like wouldn't let me have a Facebook for the longest time. And she put, should have pushed it for another 10 years. Like that is just not okay. Me to I acted like I had a steady boy for my heart broken 10 times. Like I was like, <laughs> I'm like, did you have a MySpace? Oh, I did have a MySpace for a while, but I didn't really know how to use it. Cause I was still super young, but my mom was always like, I'm so against it whatever i never really know, knew how to use it facebook was like my thing when we did that we were doing it to like the boys in the house because obviously we were just laying in tyler's bed and yeah. we came across one that was like a whole stream of facebook things from like jackson jt and smaldon and they're just like oh swaggeritas and like it was like pictures of them and like tie at a middle school dance or something like that and they were like here with all of our bitches and it's like just like little kids so funny that is too funny i like cringe at anything middle school related i'm not gonna lie at one point like you know those like flat room cats i have like cookie monster and elmo on them yeah yeah you've definitely seen them before you probably wish you hadn't like <laughs> i went through a phase where i was wearing those and like i don't even know if i have pictures in them i hope i don't but like i did go through that phase was that your awkward phase you ever have an awkward phase um, I did kind of have an awkward phase. I, like, I never really went through the chubby phase. My chubby phase is actually, like, right now. But <laughs> it's actually happening as we speak. But, no, I did kind of have, like, a little awkward phase. I've always been outgoing. Like, I've never really been, like, like super shy. I just, like, don't know about the decisions that I made at one point in my life. Like, I don't know what was going on in my head. I still don't sometimes. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I'm still getting there still figuring it out no i love it though i think you are so funny oh god what a sweetheart kels love you for that <laughs> you are your tiktoks kill me oh i'll be posting more to all your followers to follow me on tiktok i will <laughs> okay so you don't really want to play after college are you gonna play beer league I say no now. I'm like, you know, like, why would I do that? But I guarantee I'm going to end up doing that eventually. Like, there's no way. I'm not. I'm going to just play my last game and then be done with it. Like, there's no way. Like, I think I'll always kind of be involved in the sport somehow, whether it's beer league or coaching or I don't know. It's just, like, really hard to give up. And, like, even the thought of giving it up, I'm like, oh, my God. It is a weird thought, especially when you've been doing it every day or, like, every week of your life from the time that you're a teeny-weeny person. That's what I mean. Like, it's just taken up so much of my life that, what do you mean? Like, I just have to stop? Like, I just, like, don't play anymore? Like, I play my last game and that's it. Like, it just doesn't seem real at all. Was there ever a point where you thought about walking away from the sport? There was. I, um, this past year, like, just struggled with a lot of well, it was actually my sophomore year going into this year as well, where it was to the point where hockey had always kind of like a little getaway for me or whatever. I kept my mind off a lot of stuff. This year, like, I really struggled with a lot of stuff, and hockey wasn't really helping anymore. It was just kind of like, it was more of a burden than it was anything else to the point where, like, it wasn't really healthy for me just because I was so hard on myself. I was so focused on being a perfectionist and doing the best that I could, and I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted. And I was just like, okay, like, this isn't healthy anymore. And I had talked to my coach about it and just kind of, like, went through the phase of, like, oh, like, I don't know if this is good for me anymore. I don't know if this is what I want to do. I don't know if I need, like, a change of environment. But I stuck with it, and I finished up the season, and I'm super excited to see where next season goes and walking into next season with a really open mindset and trying to be a little, e a little more easygoing on myself. 
and seeing where, seeing where that takes me, so. Next year will be good for you, being a senior, outdoor game. Like, you have a lot to look forward to. Exactly, and I think that it kind of helps, too, being there's no point in stressing over or, like, being hard on myself for next year, especially and worrying about being, like, a perfectionist because that, when it comes down to it, I need to, like, kind of realize, like, next year is my last year. I don't want to look back and be, I was miserable my last year I ever played hockey. Like, I don't want to, like, walk away. Like, I know 100% I would regret that. So I think that having that in the back of my mind, is going to kind of like just like keep me on my toes and like keep me loose just make me enjoy it a lot more all right let's call it okay lady <laughs> bye bye lady